You are now listening to the Holiday Shenanigans episode of Vibes, Moods, and Moves, the podcast for creative minds, real questions, and real conversations with me, your host, Janae Jordan, and my special guest, Bambi Jones. Welcome. Welcome to the 2021 Christmas special of Vibes, Moods, and Moves, the podcast for creative minds, real questions, and real conversations with me, your host, Janae Jordan. Now, for those of you who watched and listened to the VMM Christmas special last year, you know that I had a very special guest. I'm not going to give her a crazy long intro this time because we have hot toddies to drink and we have a lot to talk about. We're doing a little year, ooh, year in review. We're doing a little year in review, just looking back at some of the things that we did talk about last year and where we're at with them and all of the keep yourself together during these crazy times, entertainment and whatever have you that we have consumed during this past year. And a lot of it's been really exciting and groundbreaking and just uplifting at a time when we can really use every bit of goodness that we can find. Like I've been saying a lot lately, and wherever fun and good stuff is hiding in corners, we need to make it our business to go chase it down and find it. And you know, they say sharing is caring. So when you find it, share it with a friend. Anyway, so I'm really excited to be sitting down and doing this episode for you guys with this woman. Y'all already know, uh, regulars, you know, real quick, here she is, the one, the only, oh, by the way, we have a little special something something for you guys that we put together together okay but anyways you know she's all fierce and fabulous and and um so let's just you know yes she's back the incomparable legendary fierce, fabulous my big sister cuz bambi jones welcome <laughs> hello so happy to be back doing this with you again. I cannot believe a year has gone by. What oh, the? Okay. I know, I know. <laughs> it's It's been, it went by, it, it, there were times when it felt like it was flying by really fast. Mm-hmm. And the other times when it just felt like the days were so long and just <laughs> so chock full of nothing but, and this update and that update. And it was just like, okay, when is this day, you know, looking at, for me, MSNBC, and they're like, okay, when are they going to stop talking? When are we done? Because I've had right. enough. I've had enough. Uh-huh. And, you know, I just, yeah, it's crazy that it's been a year. Yeah, I can't believe it's been a year. I can't believe yeah. it's been a year. I've been waiting. But it's been a year and I've been waiting to um, do this again. Because we yes. said we were going to do this. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and we're here and we're doing it. Yes. We're going to do it. And um, <laughs> so... Again, for those of you who were, uh, you know, down for the ride last year, you only have one thing to do for this episode. The assignment is very simple. It was very simple. And because I know all of the stuff that I'm going to do leading up to this, going up on stream and and also downloadable on Apple, uh, Apple Podcasts via iTunes, as well as Spotify, Amazon Music, and via my website, www.janaejordan.com. And it will also be on the Vibes Moves YouTube till the end of the year, simultaneously with the Vibes Moods and Moves Vimeo channel. 
where it will reside with a bunch of other stuff from the past. We'll be moving over there. But anyway, that's another discussion. The point is, those of you who are regulars, my regular VMM Global Collective and fan, y'all know the assignment. Okay, Bam, what, what was the assignment? Just one assignment? Well, for this, I mean, you know, we have to sit, you know, I mean. Oh, that assignment, okay. That's the big assignment. That's the big assignment. Okay, Let, now that you clarified, the big assignment <laughs> was to be here mm -hmm. with your very special mm -hmm. hot toddy. This was the assignment. Have your hot toddy. Come prepared, children. Come prepared. And mm -hmm. your peppermint stick. Candy That's cane. Right. This is all That's you got to do. This was it. This was it. Come prepared. Mm. Mm -hmm. There's so much rum in this thing. This has only been sitting in my cup for like a minute. It melted. You see this? It melted. <laughs> <laughs> That's but some good rum, girl. Girl. Oh, can we shout out the... Okay, you know what? We have to do it. You have to rattle off the rest of Okay, sit first. Merry Christmas, Bam. I love you. Merry Christmas, my nene. <laughs> Thank you for coming and hanging and doing this. Cheers. Yay. Absolutely. Uh, Clink. Oh. Yes. Mm -hmm. And let the festivities begin. <laughs> Now we are prepared. Okay, now for those of you who did not clock the assignment. Oh, Charles, can you make this? See? See, look, you've got the head, it's got the earplugs going. Ooh. And Tati's will do that to you. You know, uh, <laughs> shout out the rum, because we're in sync this year. Yes, ma'am. What are we, what, what's our rum this year? Mount Gay Barbados rum. It's Bajan rum, darling. Mm -hmm. We got it. I made sure that I had my Mount Gay Bajan Rum that's ready right. for the celebration and the festivities. Because mm -hmm. that's the thing y'all know. It's like, see, I get a little, I get a, I get a tiny bit of like a Bajan pass card because of her and her dad, the late father, who was, <laughs> like, who was like my grandfather on my other grandfather on that side of the family. So we, I had to make sure this year I got it right with the Mount Gay Bajan Rum. Right. Mm -hmm. um, but tell them again, for those who didn't pay attention, what all is in the toddy? Well, the toddy is, my toddy is um, apple cider with some rum, <laughs> Mount Gay, Bajan rum. I'd pick up the bottle, but they're not going to pay me for it. They're not going uh, to see, there you go. Advertise. Uh-huh. <laughs> and you put that together. To your liking, my husband made mine, so it was a surprise. I was like, "Wicked light," because it, and I know it's, not it's not light. light. It's not that light. But I'm not mad at it at all. <laughs> I am not mad at you. <laughs> oh, um, apple cider, fresh mm -hmm. apple cider, uh, rum from Barbados. <laughs> oh, you had to pause on the rum. She was like, I ah, "Rum, rum from Barbados," and. Heat that up together mm -hmm. and then sprinkle it with some cinnamon. Mm. And then, you know, this, this little uh, peppermint stick gives it an extra little flavor there when you. Uh, oh, it was so cheap when I had that in that last year. Uh -huh. 
Oh, my peppermint stick is down in there. So it's really going to be peppermint. Girl, stick. it's like yes. serious. It's like no joke. Mm. Ah, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the holidays. Uh -huh. It's the holidays. Bam and they called and said, come on through for the holidays. <laughs> Bring your tasty beverage. Yes, I a hot toddy. Mm-hmm, hot toddy. Hot toddy. <laughs> okay, so we have our beverage. Mm-hmm. Okay, last year, our big thing was Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Oh, my. Um, I don't want to talk about it anymore because the wins that I was hoping for didn't come through. However, a lot of other amazing stuff did happen posthumously uh, for Chadwick Boseman. Mm -hmm. um, namely, <clears throat> the Performing Arts School yes. at Howard, right? That's right. Howard University. Yes, Howard University. Was named after him. Mm -hmm. Now, and, and mind you, the chair, right? Mm -hmm. Felicia, Felicia Richard. Everybody's favorite mom from the mm -hmm. 80s into the 90s. Right. Okay, Claire Huxtable, Felicia Rashad, yes. And, you know, who was one of his mentors and, and right. someone who was a personal friend of his. So this whole, so here's the way I spin it, is, you know, the Oscars are the Oscars and the Oscars are gonna be what they've always been. And it's, it is right. what it is. You know, it's one of those things where you go, okay, same thing like, you know, a lot of people has been a lot this past year scandal and, you know, Missy Goss, like with the Grammys and stuff. But the same thing with the Oscars, it's like the opinions are so strong about who should win and why and whatever. And, you know, Anthony Hopkins got that one. And mm -hmm. I'm a, I love Anthony Hopkins, Yeah. but I still feel a way. But at the same time, for those who've been listening to the season, y'all know my thing is some things must happen for other things to happen mm -hmm. or for people to really appreciate the other things that happen. So it's okay because the work stands the test of time, which is the one thing we all know. But what is more of, I think, a testimony to that man's legacy than a place of learning and development, culturally rich and proud, being there to, to nurture future generations of mm -hmm. performing artists. Mm -hmm. And just to know that every time they enter those hallowed halls, they cross underneath his name. That's right. That's a whole other level of paving the way, paying it forward, right. and just knowing that that generations, future generations, you know what I mean? Like that's the thing for me when I saw that. I said, "I'm good with the Oscar thing. I'm good with mm -hmm. it." You know, I, I, you know, you know. But it was like, now that is, that's beautiful. So it's a beautiful was, legacy. Yeah, it really is. Like I mean, you just wrap your head around that and think about where he started. And we talked about this. Yeah. You know? And it's just like, yeah, that's perfection. And every other honor and mention and cameo that his name has made, like uh, the um, Easter egg, so to speak, um, in The Harder They Fall, mm -hmm. the real car. Yeah. Like, with his uh, initials. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. Um, but Ma Rainey's was awesome. Ms. Vowell is shutting it down again. Uh -huh. in that new thing going on with um, Vincent D'Onofrio, right? Where she plays, I don't know if they play a couple, I haven't gotten to watch it yet, and that Sandra Bullock. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes. And, and what cracked me up about that was, one of the times, you know, because I love, I love Miss Paola. I love uh -huh. Miss Paola. 
and um, <laughs> help people away from my mom and people grow. And so, but I, what was so funny was when I saw the promo for it, and I saw it was her and Vincent D'Onofrio, the first thing I remembered was one of the performances that I saw of hers, like, this has got to be like 20 years ago, mm. um, was on one of those, uh, what's with the uh, crime, uh, where he was, he played the weird officer, detective. Oh, uh, Law and Order. Law and Order, right. Yeah. And she was playing a dirty cop. Oh and my God. I swear. I remember that. You want, come with, come with me, come with me, come right. with me. Real vibe, people who really are about Ms. Viola know this. That's right. And you might oh have gotten God. the same spidey sense feels when you saw the promos go out for this new Unforgivable. I believe it's on Netflix with Viola. Yes, it is. Sandra Bullock and Vincent D'Onofrio, who for me, Vincent D'Onofrio, first time I saw him was in The Bodyguard. When I was a kid, my mom and I went to go see it. Wow. <laughs> I know my memory is like, really, it's, it's weird. But anyways, but the thing that got me though was as I was watching that clip, the first thing I thought, I went all the way back to that Law & Order episode where she wow. played that dirty cop who was like getting away with all this stuff. And when he was coming in for her and she was like, um, he was like, well, how is it that you have all this money? And mm. she was like, it's because I'm frugal. See, you spend money on shoes and this and that. Me, I, I was like, yes, I was almost rooting for the dirty right. Yep. I was rooting. But the point is, it's like, you know, so to see them two together on screen again, it was just like, wow. So that's on yeah. my, my to watch list. Yes. But um, again, you know, I would have loved to have seen more come by way of her last year as well. But again, you know, it's the ebb and flow of the mm. business. But yeah, you know, it ain't stop Miss Thanks Chip. Hello. So we're just gonna take our uh, mm. new uh, new uh, shows and movies and um, be happy. Mm -hmm. That's right. <laughs> I'm Miss Paula. <laughs> you did that very well, by the way, with the you know, because I'm frugal. You had her catered. So oh. I know, was, I know. I know. Because you know, like when we watch stuff, we're like. Okay, like anybody can, you know, deliver lines mm. and stuff, but it's the ones who, when they do it, you're like, oh, uh huh, yeah, I felt that, you know? yes. <laughs> and that was uh -huh. what it was for me. Was it was one of those things I've seen that episode several times. So it was just like I felt that when she said it. I was like, okay, she's like, what you will not be doing is catching me out there today. Like, that's <laughs> no, I'm not rolling in all this dough because I'm doing some sketchy, dodgy things uh -huh. because I'm frugal. It was the way she, she was like, yes, that was it. Yes, oh my god, love her, love her so much, love and respect and admiration for that woman. So that was what we were last year yes. as we were celebrating the cast and the work of August Wilson and mm -hmm. Black theater mm -hmm. and just all of it. And that was what the, the base and the core of the show was last year, um, as well as Toddy's. I'm like sweating like a, I'm not gonna say it on here because my mama doesn't like when I use that saying to describe like I'm hot, mm. like up in church. Right. Uh <laughs> It's hot. I got too many lights. You need to get your little church fan then. I have fans and I didn't, I don't know why I didn't bring one with me. I don't know what I was thinking, but anyway. Um, but so anyway, so we're picking up kind of in that same space this year, right? Right. Um, what are the fun stuffs that we're going to talk about that we've been watching and getting into? 
Um, let's see, Andy Live. Mm-hmm. Uh, Harlem. Yes. What else? Um, Rita Moreno. Uh, oh, oh my Girl. God, that woman. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? God I, bless her. I just, goals. Yes. Goals. Absolutely. She just turned, or she's about to turn, because I don't have the list here with me. For those of you who don't pay attention, I actually did a SAG celebration show for Mix, uh, for Mixcloud, for BMN Soundtrack, and I have something on there by Rita Moreno. And I have all these great SAG artists and their birthdays and stuff like that. But, uh, 90. Goals. Mm-hmm. She's goals. And even I mean, when that, when that, uh, uh, documentary, I guess we call it, was made. If she was 87, mm-hmm. and I'm like, you were dancing like that. You were moving like. I mean, so spry, so together, so funny, so still. The spirit that she has had mm-hmm. from the beginning, from you know, it, it, it's she's just amazing. She's amazing. Yeah. You want that scene at the birthday party? That was the one that took me out when she jumped up with the dancers. Yes. And was like, I was just like, All right, lady, come on now. Okay. I would have been like, Hold on. Okay, no. (laughs) The minute I jumped out of that chair as fast as she did, I would be like, Wait a minute. Uh huh. Let me, let me recalibrate and like, Right. Like, okay, it's fine in order. In order. She's amazing. She really is. She's, she's another one. Read my mental national treasure. Mm-hmm. Really. Absolutely. I mean, it's like, I, I, when I watched it, I wasn't, I don't think I was, I wasn't prepared. I knew, I knew her story was going to be real. Mm-hmm. I knew she was going to come 100 with it. Yeah. But I didn't expect it to go that heavy. Right. And the thing, there were a couple of things that were so stand out for me, but the biggest was how so much hasn't changed when it comes to, again, why is it, I feel like this is a constant, why so much hasn't changed when it comes to women right, in entertainment mm-hmm. and just hearing the stuff that she went through. And then as a woman of color, as a Latina, it was yeah. to see it, to hear it from that vantage point, because mm-hmm. I don't know that vantage point, I'm not in that skin, right. but as someone who has a lot of you know, friends and stuff like that, it's like, I just listen and it's like wow it's a pretty similar journey to what a lot of us go through yeah and that was the whole thing where it was what really nailed it for me was though was how they were putting her in blackface basically yes that was one of the ones that really made me go oh damn Mm -hmm. and also that the performance that isn't as celebrated but is one of the ones that is so viewed and uh, parodied and 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 mimicked singing in the rain. A lot mm-hmm. of people didn't even know that she had that space in there. I mean, there was just so yeah. many little things, and you just wonder. Same thing I said last year. Last year it was we're in 2020, and mm-hmm. we're still going through this. But the stuff about with, when it comes to people of color and women, mm-hmm. the violation aspect, yeah, and just all of that, and I was just like, damn. Yeah. And then you look at her and you would never, Marlon Brando, the relationship stuff. Yeah. I, I didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah. 
that was like a whole entire education. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and then you just look at her and it's, you know, I, I just, if you haven't seen it, and I always mess up the title, so I'm not going to drop it for you guys until the end. But um, if you haven't seen it, pull up your Netflix and definitely check it out. Rita Moreno's documentary, I believe the title is, and I will get it right every place else after this. Um, we're going to be like, check, check, check the database. Um, <laughs> just a girl who decided to go for it or just a girl who chose to go for it? Which one was it again? Uh, Oh. <laughs> Am I close to the hall? Yes. It's called editing. Yeah. Uh, just a girl who decided to go for it. Yeah. Right. There it is. Mm -hmm. <laughs> if you haven't seen it, yeah. go to Netflix, check it out. It came out this past fall. It's amazing. I mean, if you think you know who Rita Moreno is, you don't. But you right. will after you check out this documentary. It was amazing. I mm -hmm. thought it was just awesome it was awesome yeah. it was just yeah so yeah much love and respect to reach out mm -hmm. a fellow sagittarian that's right <laughs> yeah love my people it's like i can say i love my sagittarius um okay now this is where things are gonna get really fun for a minute <laughs> uh oh <laughs> now what year rounds do you think that annie was on Broadway back in the... Um, I should know this because... You should. <laughs> because I was in high school and I went to school with all those little Annies. Um, oh my God. So, uh, 74, 75, and yeah, so started then. And like, what, did, what was it like every year or so they would do a big old open call type situation mm -hmm, yes. for a new Annie? Yeah. This was just a part of a thing that happened in New York City. Mm -hmm. And um, I remember it was just kind of like, it was just an understanding, like if you were a performing arts kid, you knew all about Annie. You mm -hmm. knew about Annie, you knew about CNC. Yeah. You, you could sing <laughs> your face off to tomorrow, tomorrow. We all knew it. <laughs> I love ya. We knew it. Mm -hmm. And it was like, you knew, don't take your fucker over there to go audition for that because you ain't going to be the boy of Eddie. Hello. <laughs> it may or may not let you be an orphan, mm -hmm. <laughs> but <laughs> you will not be Annie. I think it was like, I'm really rosy. People had stood more of a chance of little girls of color getting like parts in that. The, the show mm -hmm. that says, give me chicken soup and rice. I remember that was the other one yeah. that they did like a big call for back then. But Annie, it was just like a kind of a given. It was like, you can want to be Annie all you want. You can know the whole songbook. Mm -hmm. If you wasn't redhead with freckles or strawberry blonde or that wig looked right on you, you wasn't going to be Annie. <laughs> <laughs> it was like. <laughs> oh my God. It was like, you could have had a play date today. You didn't need to come for this. You didn't need to come mm -hmm. for this. So, and I'm not, I mean, it's funny, but it's not because it's true. Yeah. Like, I remember this. I remember this being a kid and seeing it on like, you know, Channel 5 News in New York. And like, you see all the kids lined up, you know, those little girls lined up outside and, you know, going in. And it was like, there was like, a, there must have been like a run on little red dresses with white collars and red curly wigs. Cause it was like yeah. every stage mother in the Tri-State area had right. the kids out <laughs> on the line. You're gonna you know, mm -hmm. like, you know, don't, I know you're allergic to dogs. Just act like you like them. Um, 
And it was just kind of a given, you know, but you knew you just weren't going to see a black Annie. You know, it just, it wasn't happening. So let's talk about how Annie Live had a black Annie. Follow Vibes, Moods, and Moves on Instagram at Vibes, Moods, Moves. But yeah, Annie Live, thoughts? Uh, In the first few minutes of the show, I'm sitting there watching it and I'm like, I'm about to cry. That young lady brought such honesty and and guts and vulnerability and spunk to it that I was I've never I've never been moved like that you know by by Annie by you know by uh yeah I just had never been moved like that before and it wasn't just at first I was like is it just because I'm so happy that we finally have a a black Annie is that what it is no that wasn't what it was she connected and it was amazing I was watching it with my friend Pam and the two of us were like we clutched our pearls Mm -hmm. and you know we're being in theater and and she was in theater too you know you can be a little bit like jaded about you know stuff like okay go ahead show me something (laughs) and I was just like I'm all in little Annie I'm all in she it, it was just yeah, it just uh, from the from the very beginning. Yeah, they had me. Yeah, and then the, and then all the other or- orphans. I was like, now these are some New York or- orphans. Okay, they had an edge. They I was like, the okay, the fuck. I was like, hell what? no. <laughs> yes, they did, and I was like, I, I it was like watching the Olympics too. I was like, these children are flipping. What's happening? The choreography. I was. It was. It was so good. It was so good. Yeah, Selena Smith, our Annie, yeah, amazing. She held it down. It was, and yeah, I'm with you with that. You know, I, like like you said, I felt myself getting choked up. Uh-huh. And, I, and I asked myself the same things because you want to watch things objectively and just kind of like not make it all about like your field. Right. But I was just like, no, this is one, just the whole Annie thing took me back to my childhood. Right. You know, and just enjoying, you know, hard knock life. And, you know, and uh-huh. I blew her up the other day, guys, by the way, I reminded her that she took me to go see Annie the movie. Yes, that's right. At the theater in Columbus Circle, that uh-huh. round one that used yeah. to be there. And I just remember it was such an exciting time. It was like summer break. And it was just, it was so much fun. And, but yeah, so I knew like all the songs and stuff, but it was just to see this little sister out there doing it. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that she delivered it in her own way. And it was just spot on without having to embellish too much and right. do all this other stuff to, to almost make it overly contemporary because the spirit of it for me, which is probably what made me tear up is the innocence of Annie. Yes. It's yeah. the timeless innocence of the story of Annie. I remember my grandmother talking about listening to Annie on the radio up in Harlem during the depression. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like, 
and the shadow and stuff like that, you know? So it just took it back to the whole thing. And that's why I was just like, keep it, keep it simple. Yeah. I think is what it is. Keep it simple. Let's not try to like have her be the next pop star in Annie. Like she can do that over there. But when it comes to bringing something that it's just a story that's so old, because I don't think a lot of people don't always register that Annie goes all the way back. Little Orphan Annie, mm -hmm. you know? This is like old radio serial territory. Yeah. Um, where they did sell Oval Team, you know? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> but it's just, you know, I just, I can't explain it. It was just the pureness of it, the sweetness of her yeah. performance, the honesty of it. Mm -hmm. And she just played it, she played it straight. It was just yeah. believable, you know, for, mm -hmm. for what you think, especially when you think about, they've got all those cameras on all those dollies and things moving around all over the place. Um, those sets are moving. There is no retake. There is no, you right. know, and you know that this is bigger than just an audience in a theater watching. It's like all these people all everywhere. Right. More quick wardrobe changes and all stuff. And she's up there, by the way, with also Harry Connick Jr. as that. I know. Box. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. And holding her own. Yes. Yeah. And that was the thing, too. Just very, she's, she seemed, she was very innocent, but she seemed like an old soul. Like she. Yes. She owned that stage. Right. She owned it. She was not, I was never worried. Oh, is she, you know, is she going to go off or is she going to get distracted? Is she anything? No, I didn't worry about any of that. She was on her gig and it was very, you know, very professional, just very, very grounded. And I think for those of us who, you know, you know what it is to be doing anything live, like you can see where for everybody in that cast, you can see where those moments where you're like, okay, I know this, I know that that was like, you know, but mm -hmm. the pro thing is the other thing that I'm always impressed by by people is when you know that, you know, when you know the material or something, or yeah. you can almost, or you know that look that people kind of go like, yikes, and it's like, yeah, but, uh -huh. and they keep going, it's like, yeah, like yeah. yes, pull it out, you know, it's just keep going. And it was it just, to be that young, yes, and um, like you said, old soul, mm -hmm. and just like nothing phased her, nothing right. phased her, and again, holding her own with, you know, old hat pros. Yeah, it's just I don't know her, and I was like, I'm so proud of her. Yeah, I was absolutely. Proud of, like you said, all those orphans, those mm -hmm. kids wrecked it. Like they, they shut did. it down. Those kids were like amazed. They did, amazed. and that's what I love too. That they, you know, that their how the orphans were so diverse and, yes you know yes. and and that was that was great you know it's like finally it's like okay now i believe y'all are in new york you know <laughs> <laughs> um and they were they were amazing those 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 women those little girls women you know were were so so on point they were so talented yeah. Yeah. Titus Burgess. Harry I love him. Taraji oh P. Henson is a yeah. fan again. Uh -huh. And Nicole Scherzinger. Yeah. Okay. Taraji P. Henson. I was like, girl, <laughs> I didn't know she could sing. Oh, no. Oh, I had okay. never heard her sing. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, stop playing. She's uh -huh. like, okay. Yeah. Yes. I'm here for it. The uh -huh. other thing, though. Um, like all the movies, Titus Burgess is like a whole performance and production extravaganza yes. all by himself. But the other thing though, that was really, uh, and we talked about this, 
uh, bits like Hooverville and the uh -huh. scene when they went to the president's office. Yeah. Did those not hit a little different uh, than usual? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I felt again. Like I, I, yes. Again, some diversity up in there. And they were feeling it. They were not, they they were not being cutesy musical theater. Mm -mm. It was, yeah, I was like, okay, y'all are coming for That felt like the revolution will be televised. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I was it like, was all serious. right now. Uh -huh. It was serious. It was when I was watching the Hooverville pit, the, uh, the Hooverville bit. And that one just like, you know, it was like, they were like, gee, thanks. You know, uh -huh. and I was like, I felt that. Yes. Like, uh -huh. wow. You know, and I just felt like if that doesn't ring true. And of course, you know, the writers and the producer and the director, they all were like, absolutely. You could feel that that's what they all kind of communally were like, we're going for it. Yeah. We're going for the message because uh -huh. it's so right in line with what we're dealing with out here. It's like, you know, the whole like uh, Hoover to Roosevelt kind of a mm -hmm. thing. It was Roosevelt with the, uh, I want to do this and I want a chicken in every pot and across the country. And you know, and then it was like, what happened before was just like straight hell and hellfire. Uh -huh. yeah. And you know, we're trying to put the pieces up, pick the pieces up. But I just, that one really like hit me. I was like, wow, that's deep, that's deep. Mm -hmm. And like, I mean, it was just the expressions. Yes, yeah. They were killing me with the like, the they were pulling faces. They were yes. just giving uh -huh. all of it. Yeah. And it was just, so again, okay, guys, if you have not seen Annie live, you can stream it. You can still go get it. I think I caught it on like Paramount Plus. I don't know. I don't remember because I have all my subscriptions are a mess. Yeah, but so it's like it's just I just saw Alexa. Oh yeah, oh my god! <laughs> I'm looking for. <laughs> she takes me places, and somehow I land on what it is I intended to watch, and some other things I might not have. And I got, yeah. I found a lot of really cool stuff like that because Alexa. You know, she can be a little, um, you know, sometimes. And it's almost like, that's not what you really want to watch. What you want to watch is this. Oh, okay. And you end up on something. It's like, all right, you know, okay, sure. Why not? Let's, let's see. <laughs> let's see. Um. Annie was damn near flawless, if not flawless. Mm -hmm. It was like everybody involved in that. Just that was, I rather enjoyed it. Yeah. And it just, and I'm, I'm just so glad that it was out there like that for so many people to see that, yes, you can have a show and have a diverse cast and you don't lose anything. And as a matter of fact, it enhances it. Yeah. Vibes, moods, and moves, the podcast, real conversations. The more that people see more diverse casting, the more that you know they'll they'll get used to it and they'll you know be more open to it and embrace it and of course the people who have been waiting those of us who have been waiting for that kind of thing forever we're like it's Fine about enough. time mm -hmm. what took you so long what took you so long i mean and they, there are things that are happening that are sort of like you know in in the you know in society and the general like America pushing, <laughs> pushing, uh, pushing like the envelope, like say like Bridgerton, where it's like, you know, so many, you know, the people of color or whatever, it's like, yes, hello people, there were black royals. Thank you. It's like- Yeah, but that's like, it was like, you know, whenever I saw any of that, I was like, okay, y'all need to um, use Google for more than some of the nonsense <laughs> and yes. um, go Google some stuff and go find out 
what all was happening back then yeah. because that was the kicker with that one a lot of people got schooled on was no those people of color weren't just there on like a whim mm -hmm. it was like intentional because historically speaking and that yeah. story wasn't far-fetched right right that wasn't all just make-believe for play play you know mm -hmm. and you know, but again, like, you know, I, I told you, I was like, I'm loving the color in this production. <laughs> like, yeah. I remember you told me about it because I was like, I don't know if I'm going to watch that. And then it was like, I watched it. It's good. So I was like, OK. And <laughs> I watched it and I was like, oh, my God. I like, again, I binge watched it. I binge uh -huh. wrench. Yeah. The, the lead male, that gentleman. Oh, um, oh, 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 yes. <sighs> yes. Hardy. Yes. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yes. <laughs> He's going to go hop across the pond. Oh, see. <laughs> see. Oh, and there's a show coming out, um, <laughs> I think, in January called uh, The Gilded Age. Mm. And um, the same thing there. It's... it's uh, I mean, it, and historically, it's uh, it's a, a diverse cast too. But it's like it's a period piece, so right. it's like yes. And you have oh, Aud there's Audra McDonald. Oh, here's like oh, so and so. Yeah, yeah. There's actually. Sorry, I'm just jumping all around because I. That's what we do. Because yeah, yeah. Having these conversations and making me think <laughs> about things. There's a there's a uh, show coming to Broadway soon called Paradise Square, mm -hmm. and it. Uh, the story is about um, during the time, a time when uh, black folks and the I and the Irish lived together in uh, in the same neighborhood and um, intermarried, and they, you know, they were the the low men on the totem pole, whatever. So this story is about how they they intermingled and how they uh and that relationship which you don't expect and you mm. you know you haven't really heard about and the you know so you're getting choreography that's like irish step dancing and then you're getting uh choreography that's based on an african dance mm. and then and then and then into tap dance and the similarities between the two and um i'm looking forward to that i'm looking oh, forward that's, to that. that's gonna be a good one yeah, when it's so roughly, is that like, you know, spring? Uh, I'm not sure. It might, right it now, might, might not even know anymore. Yeah, but it's, I'm, I'm not sure because they just finished doing, uh, uh, they did a run in, in Chicago. Mm. So now they're, I, tickets are on sale now. So it must be, uh -huh. they must be doing, you know, opening. It could be February, March, something like that. Um, and one other thing they are developing i'm part of me is like what and part of me is like Ooh, i want to be in that it's not get uh, out the musical right no <laughs> but wait <laughs> i know that was like when they did titanic the musical i'm like how do you do a musical with titanic? come on y'all spinning around as a teacup i couldn't i'm sorry uh, jumping yeah. ahead uh, yes but they uh disney I believe it is, is developing a musical of, um, oh, Bambi, my, I just had a, of, of, uh, Hidden Figures. 
Yeah, right. I was like, a musical of hidden figures? Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll wait. Uh, but, but my first, being a performer, my first thing is like, oh, good, black people are going to get some, right, black get some work. <laughs> and then second is like, oh, is that going to be good? But, at first, but the first, my first thing is always like, oh, some work for folks, you know, so. Yeah, but that just gave me, um... <laughs> I just, oh, no. I've got my wit, not all the messes up, but real talk, that just gave me um, flashbacks of, what was it again? Oh, yeah, Get Out, the musical. Oh. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Yeah, so go ahead, talk about that and that show. <laughs> oh, God, I was going to try to while we were talking about the work for me. I was aiming for... Um, Star Trek Discovery. Oh, um, yeah. you know, like the blurs that we are. Yeah. You know, it's like I just have to. I don't know. I, I'm so torn right now. It's like, okay, let's just chop the first 20 minutes of the show and start from here because this is this is like the mm. Discovery and Harlem. Yeah. Like one that's out of space and Harlem. Uh -huh. Um. <laughs> Two things that, you know, we love outer space stuff and, uh -huh. you know, and Harlem, it's like right. it's part of us. So, yeah. girl, I don't even know. Cause like right now I'm just seeing that dude on the stage as the teacup. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. I was like, really? Is this their like, you know, uh, what show is that? Uh... <laughs> No, Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, same thing. It didn't, wasn't it Beauty and the Beast that had all the, like, the fork and the spoon and the... Oh, that's right. But yeah. it just was, that's why it was like, when that came up in the show, yeah. um, talking about Harlem, guys. Um, yeah. yeah, like, like it was like, you know, <laughs> it was like, wait, how are they going to do that? But um, when, when Girlfriend was talking to Dune, she was like, and so who you play? He was like, I'm the teacup. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <I was like, laughs> wow. <laughs> and it was just like, how, you know, it just felt like a, co a comedic treatment of a movie that was so not funny. Oh, um, it absolutely was. Oh my God. Yeah, it was like, oh my God. And that's when like, your brain just went like, it was like a bizarre moment of cognitive dissonance. Like, wait. Mm -hmm. Yep. It's like, this should not be happening, yet I want to see what they do. <laughs> yeah. This really sounds wrong, but I want to see how they do this. Mm -hmm. You know, on top of that, you know it's not real, but it was just, oh my God. Okay, so I don't even know. I have to sip my toddy. Mm. <laughs> I'll join you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Mm. But like for serious, for serious? Yeah. Okay, let's do Harlem. Okay. Let's do Harlem. All right, I don't so. I don't know where to start. You start. I don't either. And and I have to say, in, in, in all honesty, Mm -hmm. um, that when I first, I saw the first episode of Harlem and, and then I said, so I talked to you, Janae, about yeah. this. I was like, I don't know if it's a generational thing or 
what? Because at first I was like, I didn't know how I felt about it. I, I wasn't uh, I wasn't sold the first episode for some reason. And part of me, part of me said, oh, is it because these, you know, these young women, you know, they're young women and that I'm not of that generation and, you know, going through the things that they're going through. And it just made me feel almost like, you know, I'm not old, but it made me feel like an old lady almost where I'm just like, oh, why are they doing that? You know, that kind of thing. Kind of like in, you know, how I was in the very beginning with Insecure. I'm like, oh, this is so raw. And then I, and then I got all, I got on board and it, you know, no longer, you know, it, then I was along for the ride. So I saw the first episode and I'm like, okay, all right, I'm not sure. And then I was like, I'm going to give this a chance because I'm like, I want to support any, you know, it's Harlem and you know these are these are are uh black artists who you we have to support that you know so I was like I'll get I'll I'm gonna keep watching it it might not be my favorite show but I'm gonna keep watching it and uh, the more I watched I was like oh okay uh, 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 all right I'm here for this mm-hmm. I am here for these women I'm here for these experiences. Mm-hmm. And then I, like you, binged it. Girl. And I, oh, so that, you know, so when Janae and I talked about it at first, I was like, yeah, I saw it. I don't know how I feel about it. And Janae's like, I'll watch it. I will see ya. So <laughs> how'd you feel? Um, I was with you. Like, I felt like, uh, you know, I think, going into episode one, mm-hmm. I felt like, oh, they're just going full tilt, mm-hmm. you know, with like everything you could throw at the audience. It's like yeah. the ultimate litmus test yeah. for who your audience is going to be. Mm-hmm. And there's a wisdom in it after, you know, once I got all the way, cause you know, I literally last night, I said, I'll just watch a couple of episodes in case we do decide to talk about it. And I was up until like 6 a.m. Yeah, because once you were in it, you you could you. I was invested. It, yeah, I was yeah. all in. I was all in. But yeah, it was. I felt like, for one, coming from New York and the art scene, and having been did my time in the corporate world and in the spaces of like fashion and entertainment and stuff like that, I felt like I knew every single one of them. Mm-hmm. I knew them. I knew yeah. them. Um, hell, I've been them. You know, right. at different times, I felt like, oh yeah, I remember, you know, being that age, with younger, and like, like the Quinn character when mm. she was working at Chase. That right. took me all the way back, like you know, to my own mm. project management days in IT, right. and it was just like, yeah, everybody else was like super impressed and whatever, and I was like, I'm dying to slow death every day. <laughs> like yeah. the money's phenomenal. I love having an exp- you know expense account, but my heart was like someplace else, I got it. Or just the whole thing of you make these plans, you know, at 18, you know, and you just know that that's what you're going to do. And, you know, to watch Camille, the whole thing of, but that's what the plan was. And it's like, girl, don't melt down. That's life. And Mm -hmm. it was kind of, the trick for me was, you know, they're supposed to all be like in their thirties from what I gather. 
Yeah. And that is not me. I am not in that stage of life anymore. That's behind me. But at the same time, it's so well written and so beautifully executed mm-hmm. that you don't feel, because that was one of my concerns too, was, is this for me? Or is this for like just these young, young, young right. ladies out there? Yeah. But um, I was like, no, this is really, this is for every woman. This mm-hmm. is definitely for every black woman. Mm-hmm. Um, but every woman can take from this, which is a whole other thing that I think makes it, I love shows like that where it's like, yes, there are black ladies and yes, there are black writers and yes, there are this, but it's human. It just drives mm-hmm. again home the humanity of us, the femininity and womanhood of us. Mm-hmm. Can I just gotta say that again? The yes. womanhood of us, mm-hmm. um, you know, again with the, uh, you think of like Bell Hooks passing and her, you know, her yeah. reference and tribute to, to Jonah Truth. And again, ain't I a woman? I woman. Mm-hmm. Um, this show delivers that message too. You, I told you already which episode for me was just like the should yeah. be required viewing for everybody. Mm-hmm. Everybody should have to watch episode seven, period, point blank. I just, the treatment of uh, victim blaming mm-hmm. and forcing a victim to apologize when they're offended. Right. And a lot of victims often look like her and me. Mm-hmm. Um, and that will just be the bigger person. It's like, I'm tired too. Like, mm-hmm. didn't you feel that? Yeah. Like when she delivered that whole, I was like, yeah, I'm tired of having to, you know, just go and be stoic and just go, right. oh, it's, I'm okay. I'm okay. And what you really want to do is be like, no, really, I'm not. Right. And appreciate it, you know? Yeah. And I find that nowadays it was, it's so, it's even more frustrating because you know that people who do, you know, do that kind of the microaggression crap mm. in a lot of ways, I, I can't even write it off anymore to, oh, they didn't really mean anything by it. Huh. It's like, it, it feels almost nowadays like a dare. Like I dare you to say something so I can sit here and right. cry and have a Karen moment and, you know. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't know. I just rambled the hell out of Harlem. You'd be the adult for a minute. (laughs) (laughs) And what's amazing to me too, not amazing, but it's just very cool that, that they are, they are so different. Yeah. And and yet they are such good friends and they love each other so much. They can't, you know, uh, became friends in college and they've been friends since then. And yeah, because I think, I don't know if, if I think uh, friendships that you make in college, I think I can see, you know, finding like a diverse group of people like that. I think once you, you know, get out into the real world and stuff like that, you're in your your bubbles of whatever your life is. Yeah. And you might not necessarily, you know, find those friends because they're, they're very, you know, they're, they're all very different. Mm-hmm. And and but they're all there for each other yeah and you know and they call each other out on stuff it is just so it's it's amazing it's you know it's really great it's really great yeah does so, it remind me of like they remind they're like it's like you were saying with college it's those people that you meet that you might not otherwise meet and, uh-huh. then, and you just kind of like because it's such a time when people are so like who am i what am i going to do and, right. and everybody's just kind of rolling in it together uh-huh. it's the kind of thing where i look back and it's 
I, like I said, it, for me, they were familiar. Every, there was not one character mm. in that whole entire situation of a show that I didn't feel like I know that person. Right. I know that, oh my God, like this sounds like stuff that I've said, they said, we said, you know, mm. and it's just, and yeah, a lot of that for me, the people that I think of the most when I, when I was watching and like, oh, I remember so-and-so were friends of mine that I made when I was in college. Mm -hmm. I also yeah. like the components about self-care and mental health. Yes. Yeah. I thought that was just key and um, that I didn't feel like it was a hard sell to get Prince Charming. Mm -hmm. I love the fact that they even addressed that. Yeah. Um, but like, let's not kid ourselves. There was a whole lot of like, he said, she said, he like her. Right. She liked him and the casting. Yeah. And I appreciated that uh, uh, one of them is, is in therapy. Exactly. Because, they you know. Are, they, they all should be in therapy. Exactly. They all should be. They but at least one therapy. of them is doing it. Which exactly. Is like, which is great because it's not something that we, you know, readily do. I mean, probably more so now, but that, you know, it's, uh, I know growing up, it's like, I'll keep my own counsel. I'm not going to go adult to something, uh, you know. And so I appreciated that as well. You know, it's like, we have to take care of ourselves. We have to, you know, it's, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's a good show. It's, uh, it really grew on me and I'm really glad that I, that I, you know, gave it a, gave it a chance. Megan Good, you know, she's, you know, she's awesome. You know, uh -huh. I mean, the whole cast is just like awesome. Yeah. The Beats cameo in there. I mean, there's oh just so many, um, yeah, you know what I mean? Um, why can't I remember her name right now? The one who plays the, uh, the, the first chair at the department at Columbia. I love her. She's a comedian. Oh, uh, yes. Um, uh, Andrea Martin. Andrea Martin. Yeah, she is like ridiculously good. Mm -hmm. And, yeah. you know, and so I felt like seeing some of those faces was kind of like that. No, you're welcome. Come. It's okay. Like, mm -hmm. this is not, you know, and, and again, I just kudos to the writers on that show and, and because the, the actors need the dialogue to speak yeah. and the writing is just so nuanced and spot on without being like too foo-foo law like trying to be something mm -hmm. over the top and just I mean from everybody's stuff from Camille to Ty to Quinn to Angie yeah who oh I'm gonna tell you right now Angie is like I would say my id uh -huh. <laughs> Unbridled, which is not allowed to ever happen. Um, <laughs> but I see it. Well, I know, but it's just like, I just, you know, again, I know, I know people like that. Like that's the mm -hmm. thing in music. I've met people like that. Like, you know, yeah. that they're just always on and you're like, mm -hmm. oh my God, yeah. do you ever stop? Mm -hmm. And but even in that, um, you know, you know that behind that there's reason. Yeah, you know, and it's like one of those things that I'm like, and that's why I'm, I'm like, I've known people who people look and they're like, oh my God, this over the top. And then when you get to know them, you're like, they're really a sweetheart and they got a lot, like they live for this, you know? And it's mm -hmm. just, there was just so much, just, it was good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens when you do this with not gay beige and rub. Oh, well, see. Is that, <laughs> you know, it's just kind of like, I'm like, oh. It's a different kind of bud. Yes, it's a beige and bud. It's a slightly different kind of buds, man. I'm feeling like, hey, 
enjoy yourself but yeah i'm glad i watched harlem and i love harlem i've talked about it on the show uh before i love harlem i have uh, i just love harlem to hear the rest of this holiday shenanigans chat here on Vibes, Moods, and Moves, go on ahead and get part two, because it's about to start. Actually, it's already in progress. Well, it'll be in progress when you download it and you play it. So come on through over on Apple Podcasts via iTunes or Spotify or Amazon Music or right here on my site, www.JanaeJordan.com, and let's continue this Vibes, Moods, and Moves holiday shenanigans chat with me, your host, Janae Jordan, and my special guest, Bambi Jones.